passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and we are live. Live on youtube.com slash postwrestling. Hello, everyone. Hello, Postmarks. Hello, Postmarks. Hello, Poison Pals. Hello, NXT friends. Friends. And it's Tuesday night, or whenever you're listening to this, maybe it's Wednesday morning, Thursday morning, maybe it's a Monday 30 years from now. Hello to you people out there. We are all your NXT friends, and we are here to talk about some NXT here today. Yes, we are. Yeah. We've done this for over five years now. Every, every, it used to be a Wednesday, now Tuesdays. We'd sit, we'd watch NXT, and we'd talk about it. We've been through it all. We've been through... Black and gold, yeah. Paint splatter, yeah. Yeah, we've celebrated up next f- five years uh, the past month, and uh, we're celebrating in June. We are the Forbidden Poor. Yes, if you are in the Toronto area, if you are coming to Forbidden Door in Toronto on June twenty fifth, well, we're cooking up something pretty special right by the arena. Come to Real Sports, hang out with us, the Forbidden Poor. Postwrestling.com slash live. Get your tickets. They're already selling really quick, like like hotcakes. Is that what they say? Oh, yeah. Any hotcakes Hot sell cakes. quickly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, come. We're going to be doing like a, a live Q&A with John and Way beforehand. We're going to be playing some of our wrestling games. We've got some beautiful wrestling themed drinks being made for us. And uh, come hang out before the big show. Yeah, you want to you want to get us something for our fifth anniversary? Well, you can buy us a drink, buy us a shot, buy yourself a shot, and get get ready to open the forbidden door with the forbidden pour. That's in June. We cannot wait to see some of our listeners out there. I know a lot of people have already bought tickets, and I want to say thanks to all those fine fine people because because of that. Now we know. Hey, we got we got people showing up, and yep. we're super stoked about that. And like weeks to come, we had something where we were working on things today, weren't we? We were wow. business meet. Look at us doing business Zoom yeah. calls like we're actual adults here. So it's going to be a party. It will be. And if you can't make the uh, the like pre-part, we are doing a post-party as well at Real Sports. So uh, as soon as the event's over, it's only eight bucks for the after party or 30 bucks for the whole day. Yeah. And uh, come, we've got some wrestling karaoke going on. Yeah. What are you going to sing? Uh, what aren't I going to sing? Which we get John Abba. 
I know it's not wrestling, but we did Abbott the other day. That was pretty fun. Yeah, we dared each other to uh, try. We always try to do new song night where mm. we dare each other. Karaoke addicts out there know what we're talking about. Um, we we dare each other to do certain songs. So we said, let's do ABBA. So I did Gimme Gimme and you did... Lay all your love on yeah, me. Yeah, we slayed. We did. As the kids would say, uh, we, we we knocked the bar out. So it's not wrestling songs, though. That We need to do wrestling. Karaoke. We do, we do. I mean, I'm yeah. sure we'll do a group Judas. And Yeah, I know Pollock's got dibs on... All, All in, in by Downstate. Yes, yeah. that's right. I wonder if in time we'll be able to do the new Kevin Owens Downstate. Yeah, is that happening? Did you see that tweet by I Downstate? Did, yeah, they uh, they they teased that they recorded a, a long lost Kevin Owens theme. That would be cool with lyrics. Hmm. You know, I want to get my hand. I want to hear that. I love me some Downstate. We need a Downstate concert one day, just of wrestling songs, don't we? Yeah, I mean they have enough in the tank probably so and covers and They've the got an acoustics. Album at least, yeah, right? you'd open the show with Kingdom and end the show with Kingdom. It's okay. Our mainstream artists do that too. It's fine. Well, start with like the acoustic. <laughs> yeah, and end with <laughs> end with the real, the real, the real rocker one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, wrestling karaoke is going to be a blast, and we're super excited about that. And uh, you got plenty of time to make. Make the plans. Make the trip in June. June 25th uh, is going to be a lot of fun. So uh, it's going to be a crazy summer. We've joked uh, on a few shows. I would recommend if you're listening to this and you want to hear more of me and Davey, well, you can check out Poison Rana. We have a free feed when you search in your podcast app. And this past Sunday, we did a whole review of WWE Backlash. Oh, yeah. And that was a ton of fun. So you want to go hear our thoughts on that show, which we were really high on. I mean, EO, Sky, Bianca stealing the show. Bad Bunny. Damien Priestie on the show. We dive into all of that kind of stuff. We also talk about some Wembley ticket sales and all these and now kind of old weekly AEW review. Like if you if you miss us doing BD Elite, we kind of still do it just in a yeah. in a smaller form on Sundays with Poison Rana, giving all our thoughts on Dynamite. Yeah, so we even watched Rampage last week. Well, we talk about the deletion, yeah. yeah, which we wish we didn't. Uh, but yeah, uh, Poison Ron is the podcast that we do every week. So go check that out as well as our backlash review from this week, which was a lot of fun. Uh, and then, of course, Shot in the Dark. Dark may not exist. Elevation or Dark Elevator, whatever it's called, doesn't exist. Uh, but Sino's still going to do a show covering all the other wrestling. So that's a show on that feed as well. So go check that out. And patrons... You want to hear more of us? Well, patreon.com slash poisonrana. We did a bunch of reviews in the past few weeks. We did our New Year's Revolution mm-hmm. 2005 from Puerto Rico featuring Elimination Chambers. Uh, well, one of them. Multiple knee injuries. Muhammad Hassan. That was a crazy show. Yep. We got our Mario Brothers movie out. But we're recording a show tomorrow with the great W.H. Park, which we're super excited. It's in studio. We're going to record this. We are, yeah. He'll be coming over. We're going to be talking. We did our best match ever, Great Muta, just uh, a, a month or ago so ago. Bye bye, Muta. So uh, he was like, "Yeah, Muto's great, but uh, sorry, Muta's great. Yeah, but you need to talk about KG Muto, and it needs a whole other show." So we said, "Well, let's do it." That's right. So that's what we're recording tomorrow. Best match ever, KG Muto. Uh, go to the uh, Patreon because I've uh, listed and linked all the matches. On there for you and check to check out. Yeah, best match ever. Such a fun uh, nerdy wrestling podcast that we do, and we're pretty proud of. Like we always link the matches where we you can find them and you can like watch along. Maybe it's wrestling you haven't seen before because we've done some Rey Mysterio part two. We just did a few months a month or so back. So we're looking at Mudo now because uh, well we did part one. This is yeah. gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, so patreon.com slash poison It's only five bucks. You also have a sesh. I do. Yes. I've been talking about uh, every episode this season of Succession. 
Um, last week, I was joined by Rich Fan from PW Torch, and you might know from MCU later, uh, occasionally on post wrestling. We talked all about um, uh, last week's episode of Succession, and this week I'm going to be joined by Benno to talk about. I think it's episode seven. Now we're on uh, Benno nice. from uh, the Grapple Podcast and Pour One Out Grapple App. Pour One Out. Pour One Out. The Grapple App coming to an end. But they're still doing the show. The podcast still going. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But the app, okay. no more. But Grapple App, always a five star. And Benno will be joining us, uh, joining me to talk all about the latest episode of Succession. And man, was this a good one. All right. I That's... think I say that every week. But whew, yeah. some of the acting on this week was exceptional. Yep. So lots of podcasts over on our feed, on the free feed, and over on the Patreon. So lots and lots of podcasts. And it's only five bucks to support us on our Patreon. That's what we do. We create some content. We can't do it without our listeners. So thank you if you're supporting. And hey, maybe you're thinking about it. It's only five bucks to get a whole month's worth and you get access to everything. That back catalog and there's a lot of podcasts out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking back to Backlash sponsored by FUBAR. And of course, people think of we, we mentioned it on the show, but the move there's a movie called Fubar. Canadians know, but then the real ones know it's from Tango and Cash. Tango and Cash, which Fubar. we only just reviewed recently, a few months ago. And I think we talk about we're everything, like, oh, we found out like doing yeah. this show, we're like, oh, there's this new Netflix show coming out. Yeah, everything and sure we enough, do, WWE uh, gets sponsored by it. Yeah, everything we do relates to wrestling. It's bizarre. Like everything comes. When back, we talked right? about Leprechaun. We talked about Jennifer Aniston. We, we talked about Rey Mysterio. Talk about, talk about Jane Brenniston. <laughs> Lots of stuff. Yeah. Uh, what's going on in, in wrestling? I know we obviously had Backlash, which we gave our whole thoughts on, and it was a super-duper show. Um, that was only a few days ago. I know Raw has the WWE World Heavyweight Championship Tournament. Yeah. Good match yesterday. I saw uh, uh, Finn versus Seth in the main event uh, for that tournament. And lots of callbacks to their match from SummerSlam, uh, but they did it where Finn did the the like buckle bomb on the barricade, the, well, the barricade bomb to yeah. Seth, and Seth was selling like his shoulders popped out the whole match. I I thought it was pretty good, and especially because you know that was the final match last time they'd done a tournament to crown a new championship. I, right. I kind of like the callbacks, and then match coming up on SmackDown sounds nuts. Yeah, this has my attention. What is this? It's AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio versus Edge. This sounds... Yeah. I know AJ wasn't in the company then, but this sounds really like SmackDown, Smackdown 6. SmackDown 6 era. Like 2002, 2003. Yeah. Um, this match. sounds awesome. Yeah, this has my attention for sure. I will be checking this mm. out. Uh, that sounds great. And then the winner of that faces the winner of... Winner of Theory, Sheamus, and Lashley. Okay, so maybe Sheamus versus Edge? Sheamus versus Edge pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Banger after banger. Yeah, yeah so then... Uh, Cody's obviously out because Brock took him out. Yep. Country boy Brock. So that's Brock. good. He's not getting that title. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. He's got to win money in the bank. True. Right. And then use it to challenge Roman for at SummerSlam? SummerSlam. So it's not Bad Bunny versus Roman at SummerSlam? Is that, is that a rumor? I mean, Bad Bunny, you, you imagine you just watched wrestling. You didn't know who Bad Bunny was. It was half wrestling fans anyways. But you're watching and you just see Bad Bunny, like the, that crowd reaction yeah you go this guy should be the champion yeah <laughs> <laughs> logan paul got a shot yeah why doesn't bad bunny get a shot yeah honestly bad bunny's like my new favorite wrestler bad he bunny's wrestler of the year he running did really well he did good like call me crazy but bad bunny got a crazier louder reaction than punk's return in chicago i think he got a. I know it wasn't many people but he got a crazy reaction like the hardy's coming like it sounded you mm. could not hear the music it's so crazy, and I've been listening to Bad Bunny for the past few days already. So clearly, promotions like this work. 
Oh, yeah. Now I'm like, oh, man, I got to listen to that one percento song, which is a banger. But yeah, uh, great week of wrestling. Uh, and then we have some NXT. We do. Let's get into it. NXT from May 9th, 2023, live from the Capital Wrestling Center in Orlando, Florida. And we open with a tournament match. So many tournaments going on right now. That's right. Uh, Indy Hartwell last week vacated the NXT Women's Championship. And we've had a field of eight women hand-selected by Shawn Michaels, who he thinks deserves to be in this tournament. And the opening round match is Tiffany Stratton versus Gigi Dolin. And we get a bit of an insert promo from Tiffany saying, I can't believe I even have to compete. I should have been handpicked and handed this title. Gigi Dolan is so deranged and I need this like I need a pair of fat jeans. Ew, gross. And I'm going to win this and go on to be the next NXT Women's Champion. Um, Gigi has her own insert promo and says... Uh, JC, what you did last week talking about my brother like that was disgusting, but I got my pound of flesh, and I hope you make it to the semis so I can kick your ass again. And I'm going to use Tiff as my punching bag on my way to be NXT Women's Champion. Um, So we get right into the match. Uh, Tiff shows off with her kind of cartwheel and matrix escape. Uh, She does that cartwheel with so much speed. It always looks awesome. Uh, There's a Bronco Buster from Gigi, which... Didn't look quite as good. Didn't Uh, get all of it. No. Uh, But then Tiff hits this running double stomp, like, to the shoulders of Gigi. And the speed she hit this, it looked like she killed her. Looked great. Yeah, Gigi, uh, sorry, Tiffany is someone who's just stepped up so much in, like, the actual, like, strikes and serious-looking moves. I know the meanness to her. Yeah, something about her her style has improved Um, so much. So she starts to work on the shoulder. There's a series of clotheslines and a thrust kick from Gigi. And then a cartwheel handspring elbow from Tiffany. Uh, Gigi comes back with a short arm clothesline. And then Stratton hits her like you can't escape the rolling senton. Uh, didn't quite get all of it, <laughs> but followed up with a beautiful looking prettiest moonsault ever. And Tiff picking up the win here quite in clean fashion. Yeah, I was kind of shocked that it was a clean win. Uh, there, I guess the story is Gigi still rattled at she's not focused because the yeah. insert promo was not even really about this. It's about JC. So like, I guess that's the angle, but mm. uh, Tiffany does really have the prettiest moonsault ever. That is pretty good. I'd say uh, it was kind of Gigi on this, in this match that was like, on roller skates a bit. So. I, I agree. Um, I, I really like Tiff's kind of added aggression. Yeah. It would have been so easy with this, you know, um, blonde mean girls character to have just been like a, like a bit of a chicken shit heel and like never wanting to get her face hit or anything. But she just uses this real mean aggression in her matches and it works great. And I think, I think she could be a real favorite to win this thing. And I think giving her clean wins like this makes her way more credible than just kind of fluking her way by cheating to the top. So I I like this. I like this result. Um, I agree. I, I think it was Tiffany that stood out here. I think it's Tiffany who's being pushed as this like heel and she's finally coming into the heel character. But she's proving that she's so good in, in the ring and the character clicks that I wouldn't be surprised by the time we get to Battleground that the crowd is actually on her side. Yeah, yeah, there was some ch- yeah. chance for her here How as can well. you not? Like, she's, she's got the whole package here. Um, we go to Joe Gacy, who is sporting these new kind of yellow-tinted wide glasses. Yeah, sorry, this was Joe Gacy or Joe Dahmer? 
It's clearly the look they're going for. I wasn't for. getting dumb. These are like yellow, like stupid glasses. I don't know. Did you watch that show? Like, no, I know. Wears, I know. But the artwork of that show, he's wearing the yellow ones. Right. Okay. I don't know. I got that. But I think that's what he's going for. I mean, he looks like, you know, he's just like a bartender he like in he Vegas. He looks like that sunglass store in Kensington Market. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. ridiculous glasses. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Don't know what wrestling. Yeah, I was there yesterday, yeah, but yeah. I just got fake Ray Bans. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Bans. And uh, yeah, he says last week he sacrificed himself to give the dyad the opportunity for glory tonight. It's for Roots One Tree, and we see uh, the dyad walk off to prepare for their match. And he says to Ava, "I've taken your words to heart and will not be joining you ringside. So go out there and do what I would do." Hmm. So just uh, Gacy leaving it all to Ava Rain and the Dyad tonight. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, a little confusing at what like he's saying, but it kind of makes sense, I guess, a little bit later, sort of. We then see uh, Trick and Mello. Uh, they're in the uh, the barber shop, and they're saying like Bron should just change his name to Ugh, and <laughs> I think that's what they said. <laughs> you had the Hoover going for a bit. <laughs> Yeah, as this thing started, I didn't realize it came back. I, I, I spent like four minutes chopping up a, a shit ton of garlic and I was cooking and, and onions. And then like as I'm, this segment came back, bowl slips out of my hand. All that, it went everywhere. So I was like, hold on. And as I'm vacuuming, it came back and you're like, yo, I'm trying to watch the barbershop segment. I was like, sorry, man. It's one of those things where like, uh, you know, we, we use... We watch TV in very 21st century ways, but yeah. sometimes it would be nice to just like, rewind something you're watching on live TV. Sorry, but the floor is going to smell no. like garlic and onion. Oh, it always does, anyway. <laughs> um, Mello says he appreciates track for, uh, Trick for standing up for him, uh, but he doesn't need to do this. And Trick says he does. Bron is a bad boy, but I've been training more than anyone, and I'm going to kick his ass tonight. And Trick says, yeah, I'm doing it for you, Mello, but I'm also doing it for me. And your biggest test right now is Battleground, but mine is tonight, and that's all it is going to be and all it ever was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Something like that. Uh, the best was when he's leaving, he daps up this, like, baby. <laughs> it's like a little kid that he perfectly handshake daps up. Uh, I think they really transitioned, the, tra- transitioned these two really well from heels to baby face. It wasn't like an overnight just yeah. snap and we're good guys now and just trick, you know. Story's always been he's been, you know, the party guy and not taking it as seriously, but being like, no, I've been training hard for this. Yeah. Gonna, and I I always like his promo. So, yeah, it made me kind of pumped for this match. Um, we go to the NXT Tag Team Championship match, and it's Gallus, Gallus boys on top, taking on the Dyad. Um, the Dyad who, lads versus pure Gallus. Yeah, Dyad recently being in the news a bit because they requested their release, uh, which wasn't granted, and then they kind of made a public statement saying that their contracts come to an end in October, uh, but still getting booked on TV here and getting this championship match. Yeah, last week it was Ava Rain causing distraction mm-hmm. for Gacy to get the win that allowed them to get this, and here we are. It's like NXT UK. We have the first NXT UK champions versus... The longest reigning NXT UK tag champion, yeah. Gallus. The uh, Dyad jump the bell and start to attack Gallus, and this is where we see that Stax and Tony D are on the perch watching, watching on. Uh, after beating, being beaten down by a while, uh, Dyad uh, come back by hitting their kind of classic GYV double team moves, the drop kick to the ankles, poetry in motion, and then their Enziguri flatliner combo. Um, and then... We see during the match, there's like a 
picture in picture where the creeds are wearing like blue, blue masks, like the dyads, but blue. Um, and they're like goofing around. They're making jokes. They're like, oh, we're two roots, one team, or something like that. And Ivy Nile pokes their eyes out. And they go, oh, Ivy, it was only a joke. It was kind of weird. Yeah. In the middle of this match and really didn't make them seem very cool. No, this, this was, it's such a little thing, but so dumb. Yeah. Like, these guys are supposed to be your good guys that aren't involved in this match no. as of this time. But instead, you make them look like goofs and you're like taking away from the match while the match yeah. is happening. Very, very odd choice. You know, we love the Cretes, they're mm. our favorites, but it's just like, why would, why are we trying to dislike them? I feel like we, we dislike everyone in the tag division right now. Mm. We have, Guys in the mafia who may or may not kill people. We have the Creed brothers who seem like bully jocks at this point. Yeah. Uh, the Gallus guys who drink a lot and they're Scottish, so you know they're bad guys. <laughs> and then the, like, I don't know, psycho... The Titan team who yeah. wants to leave the company. The, the team that, yeah, the team that wants to leave the company and hangs out with Joe Dahmer. So, like, yeah, what's, what's going on? Yeah. Who am um, I supposed to who am I supposed to like here? <laughs> well, I really thought in this match I'll, I'll get back to the match, but it felt like uh Dyad were were like they were wrestling like baby faces. They were doing all the flashy stuff here and kind of was getting that baby face vibe from them, but then you've got distractions and yeah. stuff. Anyway, there's a, a double choke slam from Gallus. Uh Gallus go for one of their double team moves, but Rip Fowler grabs the leg, uh which allows Jagger Reed to roll up uh Mark for a near fall. Uh, this is when Ava Rain gets on the apron and uh, Jagger Reed gets catapulted, um, but counters this catapult, hitting this big DDT, which looked nice, setting up for uh, the Dyad's finish when Ivy Nile comes out, takes out Ava Rain. The Creeds are out there as well. There's all this distraction, and this allows Gallus to hit their running knee into the TKO for the finish and the win and retaining the championships. Yeah, so the grizzled young vets did not uh, no. return as we were hoping to maybe see some some way, some shape or form. But who knows? Maybe down the line, these guys don't end up leaving and do some somewhat uh, kick around and does work out. Um, the match was fine. It didn't quite get to, I think, the level that I know these four guys could mm. get to because we've seen them kind of with the shackles off somewhere else. Like we've seen them like really go at it in NXT UK when kind of feels like no one else was really watching. But this kind of didn't get to that level, and I kind of wish it did because I do like GYV. They were one of like a, they were a great team even when they were here in NXT. But it, it is kind of a shame what's whatever's going on. But now I am hoping that they stay and and go forward. I'd like to see them move them babyface, like just make it. They break away. Yeah, from them. either they break away or just turn the whole group face, which would be weird with Joe. But yeah, I I think their their wrestling can be quite flashy. Uh, which lends itself to that. And I think they've been there so long now where I think they could easily like win over fans and might just freshen them up a bit. Yeah. And like maybe the whole contract stuff, we know people are, a lot of people are interested in wrestling, aren't even interested in, in, in the wrestling. It's all about the contracts and this and that. That's the interesting stuff. And that's something that could work to their favor. I am tired of that in wrestling. Like, Oh, am I? and I get it. It's a mm. thing, but like, are people really, you know, shocked or wondering if these guys go or leave? Really? Because I know we I mean, cover- same with every sport, isn't it? It is. Like, yeah, I totally see contracts it. Are up, yeah. people are curious what would be their next step be. But it's like in like a in a footy, it's like you know a lower tier kind of star, yeah. right? We, we don't really care. 
we do because we watch these shows and we actually like these guys and we're hoping but that these they, could be you know Roy Kent going from Chelsea to exactly. Richmond they could right? be like switching it up they could be you know they could be uh, at Wembley yeah I, yeah, I, they could be in progress yeah <laughs> less about them um, uh, but yeah. yeah no I agree I thought it was an alright match um, didn't really like all the that like insert picture in picture thing and, and the end was a bit like just boring yeah the distractions and uh, everything. RYN Rin in the chat is suggesting that Diamond Mine should be dumb like cocky jocks they should just turn them okay I mean that's a that's an interesting take like to have them to try out their brawn Right? Hey, maybe that's how you eventually link them. They don't have Rod. We know they don't have Roddy now. Yeah. They don't have a third person. Have them be more healing. Start being like jerks and mocking people and, and yeah. stuff and then just fully turn them. Team back up with Damon. They all, they take out Mello at Battleground and help Braun win. Sure. They win the titles too. Book it. Yeah. Why not? Um, we then see this video of, uh, just this hooded figure watching on these like video screens. All the different attacks from the NXT women's division. We had yeah. what Nikita Lyons got laid out. We Wendy. had Wendy Chu, Sol Ruka, um, and she's watching on. And there's kind of it's like black and white, but mixed with like purples and greens. Yeah. And so, is this NXT anonymous? Is this the person behind the attacks? Who do who do you think this is? This leads me to believe we were on the right track of it being Stevie. Turner, who? Okay. Stevie, Stevie Turner, Stevie yeah. Turner, who was the streamer type yeah. person. So like the fact that they're like using cameras and social media and mm-hmm. streaming and stuff like that makes me think that connects there. It's definitely not. Who's that guy in NXT? The hacker, Solomon uh, Crow. Solomon Crow. No, I think he's a bit busy. Is it uh, what uh, Ali? Ali was was meant to be the hacker, but never revealed as the hacker, wasn't it? Yeah. Is it the hacker Scotty O'Shea, famous indie Ontario wrestler? Maybe, maybe. Could be a ha- any hacker. This could be here in NXT. I, I think that makes sense, Stevie Turner, or someone like that who we haven't seen for a little while. Because they kind of brought her in, and we haven't had one of those YouTube sessions for a, a while, Have those Twitch yeah. streams. Thankfully. So, yeah, you could be right there. Yeah, other people are suggesting it's Blair Davenport. Uh, okay. But I just don't see, like, why she would be set up, like... This hacker, it's like Mr. Robot type thing again, where it's mystery mm. thing. But it makes sense for it to be Stevie. Yeah. We go to our next match of the evening. Javier Bernal taking on Duke Hudson. Um, oh, sorry, I, I missed this bit. We uh, had a backstage segment setting up this match uh, with Chase U and Thea Hales talking about the draft and is imagining getting drafted to a different brand and uh, asking if they can like get drafted to different schools. And this is where Javier Bernal comes in and says uh, that asks if Chase U offers any courses to get into the women's tournament. He's kind of making fun of Thea for not being chosen for this tournament. Mm. This is when Duke Hudson walks in. He says, sorry, I'm late. I was grading papers. <laughs> <laughs> what a laugh. And he asks if spell check is just an Australian thing, because clearly no one can spell in America. Wow. Um, and uh, It's Florida, Duke. Yeah, and Bernal says, I know what you're doing. You're operating from the inside, and I don't know what your plan is, but I can't wait to see it turn out. And Duke says, look, you don't even go here. I'm filling in for Mr. Chase until he comes back. And everyone thinks they can get away with messing around when there's a supply in, but not with me. And then he goes, not at Duke Universe. Sorry, Chase Ah. University. Ooh. And Javier Copyright Bernal slips, uh, 
points out the Freudian slip there. And Duke says, you know what? Get ready for a match because I'm going to give you a solid chase you ass whooping. Damn. Yeah. So we're all still hoping and praying Andre Chase isn't released, right? <laughs> Why has he just been disappointed? No, they actually mentioned his name. So you know he's not. Yeah. That's the rule, right? That's yeah. how you know the guy's still under contract. Yeah. Because other times. If they're well, released, they're just, they just sad. They just look at an empty chair and be like, ah. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> they look at Bodie's flag. Like, yes. Wes just goes, I used to be champ. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I used to have a friend. I swear I had a partner. Don't know what happened. Uh, but yeah, they mentioning Andre, okay. so he's okay. Yeah. And I saw his social media. He was like out doing like chase, know, you, chase stuff. you stuff. So he's fine. He's, yeah. he's still here. He's going around the schools, you know, pitching Chase yeah. University to them. Yeah. It's a good time. Schools. Exactly. Like, You're putting together out. applications. Like, yeah. yeah it's application you. time for any, you know, students, kids out there. Chase you might be the you for you. Full sale must have really pissed them off because they're like, no, we're not doing full sale anymore and we're going to create our own university. We're going to create our own university and now possibly take over Duke University yeah. or the other way around. Yeah. Uh, which sets up now this match. Yeah. Big Buddy Harvey taking on Duke Hudson. Uh, Harvey tries to take out the knees of Hudson with a drop kick and hits this nice DDT and sliding lariat combo. Um, it's all actually, uh, but now at the beginning, when the MVP chants start for Duke Hudson. So he starts to hulk up. What should we call this? Like, duking up, is it? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I guess. So he's duking up and does the you, you. The you pose while he starts to punch him. It hits a sidewalk slam, a running senton, and his slingshot German, and then sets Javi up for the razor's edge. Yeah, what are we calling this is the uh, real question. The, the, he's hitting the crucifix... Powerbomb, which I figured would be Nathan Frazier's new finisher. But uh, I don't know what we're calling Duke's Razor's Edge. I don't know if they have a name. But this reminded me... Big Duke Edge? The big... The BDE? Yeah, the Big Duke Edge. Maybe. Duke U. The Duke U Bomb. Duke Bomb. I know. There's probably a name for it. But, you know, the little flashes of stuff like this reminds me that Duke Hudson can wrestle and, and can do it. He's got such a, like, 80s feel to him. Like, it's all the... You watch, like, those, you know... Hogan matches, warrior matches. Never it's, saw Hogan do a slingshot no, into a German like that. No, but it's the same that. formula. It's, <laughs> it's get beaten up and then yeah. be like, no, I'm not getting beaten up anymore and it's time to win and just hit all your big yeah. moves. But it really works. And like, uh, I know they're like, they keep on teasing that he's going to fuck over Duke University, but I'm really enjoying the, the baby face run as it's going. Yeah. Uh, big body was, was no match for Big Duke. I, I thought Harvey looked all right in the beginning. I did like his, uh, his DDT was pretty nice. Yeah. But what's going to happen with, with Duke taking over? Like Chase is going to come back and be like, wow, now all my students love the supply teacher. Like, am I even needed here? It's going to be like, you know, when Triple H told Vince, like, you know, when he, he was crying and was like, yeah, you're, you're just, no longer needed. You're no longer needed. Your here. services. Yeah. Get out exactly. of here. Exactly. Uh, some people in the chat, uh, Phoebe saying the, the Hulk up spot should be putting the Dukes Put up because he's up. like, he's, he is doing that physically. Yeah. And, uh, Ginobil in the chat says, uh, big Duke energy should be the Ginobil. Ginobil? <laughs> <laughs> clearly, I, I always look at this name and never job nobly. Clearly, job, I job go to, no- I, I go to chase you because <laughs> my reading is Phoebe and Ginobil. <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe and Ginobili, <laughs> Big Duke Energy. All right, yeah, I love it. Like Duke, it. you. Um, we go backstage. Oh, oh, oh this is great. <laughs> to see uh, free agent Von Wagner with Mr. Stone, 
And Von Wagner is, is, you know, trying to open up now. He's trying to... He's got a different attitude. He's trying to let, you know, Mr. Stone help him. Yeah, he's less growly. He's more friendly. Yeah, he's opening up. So they do that thing. Let's say a word and see what word comes to mind right away. So they're playing 21 questions here. So they go like hamburgers. Von says bacon burgers. Stone says fries. And... No, says, I think he's asking his favorite, what's your favorite kind oh, of burger? Oh, okay, right, okay. What's your favorite kind of hamburger? And he oh, says, with bacon you. burger. And he's like, okay, what about fries? And he's chili like, chili cheese. cheese. And ice cream, he says, mint chocolate chip. No, no, wait. Because <laughs> he, he's like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Cookies and cream. <laughs> and Stone says that he's a pistachio when uh, the lawyer, <laughs> Luca Crucifino, yeah, we've seen this guy before. Apparently, in. we were the only one who's seen this guy because this showed on a feed that everyone else did not get. We talked about it on a show, yeah. and everyone's like, I did not get that on that feed. So we've seen this guy. So Stone is showing Von this picture of Von as a baby when he had, like, these these stitches on his head. He had, what, brain surgery as a child. As it seems, yeah. And Luca Crisofino basically comes in and says... Hey, Von, couldn't help but over here you're trying to get ahead with some of your... And Von's like, what? Because he thinks he's taking piss out of his head. So Von gets mad and, like, grabs him and then turns back into old growly Von and goes, <laughs> pistachio, and walks <laughs> off leaving Mr. Stone. <laughs> I, I, I was under the impression he, like... It's like an 80s... It's like Tango and Cash or some 80s movie where he roughs the guy up and then goes, pistachio. <laughs> walks off like it's a one-liner yeah. i'm not sure and that's what's confusing i, I had it like it i don't know i took it more as he was like he was opening up. i was upset like he was trying yeah. to open up he was getting somewhere and then someone was like ah, you loser and he's like fuck wow and like then was mad at stone again i don't know it was so, very interesting so if von wagner was an ice cream flavor he'd be pralines and dick because <laughs> he's an asshole yeah still but yeah we get the the someone out there got that wayne's world joke uh, we got, we're getting the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde of on then. He, the soft, he wants, Mr. Stone wants to get the soft, yeah. like the, the, the real, the human. And he keeps reverting back to like the big scary ape essentially. Yeah. So we're going to see the, the and softer I, side. I wonder, like, it was interesting. They called him up as a, a free agent. So I assume he's just going to be floating around a little bit until like, be, he lands somewhere. Next week, he's going to be. Uh, Mr. Stone's going to show up and be like, hey, I want to smooth things over. Try some pistachio ice cream. Okay. And Vaughn's going to have him be like, maybe so is I was that wrong. how he's going to like debut on SmackDown? Like, he's like where, 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 where are they next? Somewhere in Texas? He's like, I know the, the best place for pistachio ice cream. <laughs> in he takes Texas? him to SmackDown in Texas. And... What's, your, what's your favorite kind of ice cream? My favorite kind of ice cream? You, like when you go to an ice cream shop. I like a, uh, like a raspberry ripple. Oh. Yeah. Sounds nice like, with the double R. What's it called? Stracciatella, I think, which is like the vanilla chocolate and like raspberry. Oh, we call that Neapolitan over here. No, not like not oh. like the slices. It, okay. It's like the raspberry ripple. You know, you've got like the kind of... Bands through it? Ripples yeah, through like it. the ripples through it, but bits of chocolate as well. Because right. like Vaughn said uh, mint chocolate. Yeah, that's and like, nice. It is good, but sometimes you can't do it because it is still minty. It can kind of mess up your palate. But I, I go with anything chocolate peanut butter is pretty okay i know i told you but at my girlfriend's birthday a few weeks ago i got her this mm. ninja creamy thing she's been going off about on tiktok or something 
It is amazing. I would recommend people looking up a Ninja Creamy. It, you can make anything into ice cream. I've been fucking around making like, I turned a Viet coffee into, into ice cream. I turned like, I made a, like a healthy smoothie bowl with like oat milk and like bananas and like peanut butter. Like I'm on an ice cream kick lately, but it's like not like, okay. like store-bought ice cream. Ninja Creamy with Phoebe and Ginobili. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ginobili. Uh, some people in the chat are saying, uh, Chris Leone says cookie dough is his favorite. I like cherries as well. Cherry ice cream? Cherry, yeah. Ice cream with cherries in it, cherry Oh, flavor. like the ones with the cherries like in it. Like a creamy it, yeah. cherry one. Like is, yeah. Yeah. But like, I do like, like anything chocolate peanut butter, banana peanut butter, anything like that all put together. Like that's what I'm about. I'm too full from dinner right now. To think yeah, this. yeah. But yeah, uh, definitely check out that creamy thing. I love it. Uh, but yeah, great segment with Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> Pistachio. We go to Gallus who is singing. <laughs> <laughs> they got out of the, 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 the venue real quick here. This yeah. Big Daddy's bar must be close by. Yeah. Like they just wrestled a few. No, they, they're not at the pub yet. Oh, sorry. They, they're sorry. leaving. They're they are going to the pub. They're singing, yeah. walking to the pub. <laughs> what are they they're singing? singing like, uh, like something about Glasgow, probably some Scottish uh, football song. Some from and when they bump into the Creeds, who were also singing, why not? Just singing away. And Joe Coffey calls out Ivy for getting in their way during the match. And, uh, sorry, uh, not Bruce, Julius. He's like, look, I can't understand what you're saying, but I know I don't like it. So uh, we want the tag titles. So what are you saying? Let's let's do this. And Gallus is like, boys, let's go to the pub. So like brush them off. So they go to Big Daddy's. Yeah. It's Tuesday night. <laughs> Dude, they must be good deals. Yeah. Those, those Moscow mules and the thing they're always drinking out of must be the, the deal on Tuesday at Big yeah, Daddy's. Like a tankard of beer for... Six bucks or something. We got to find out. Shout out Mike in the chat who says Ninja Creamy is amazing. <laughs> the gospel. Also, a good fellow at 1422 in the chat says Cherry Garcia is a banger. And I think that's the one you're talking about. Cherry Garcia. The ice cream with the is cherries that, in it. Yeah. Is that Daniel's No sister. relation to <laughs> right. Daniel Garcia or Jerry Garcia. Is that an actor? Andy Garcia? Andy Garcia. Right. Yeah. 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 Jerry Garcia? Jerry and Cherry? <laughs> <laughs> Cherry Garcia, sorry. Yeah, that's Garcia. definitely the one you're you're thinking of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That one's nice as well. Just cherries. Yeah. Um, we go to our next match. Eddie Thorpe taking on Damon Kemp, and there's some real nice, just like mat wrestling here. They're both pretty big and pretty uh, skilled at the amateur wrestling side of things. Um, so nice waist locks and throwing each other around. Eddie leapfrogs uh, Damon and then hits this like twisting crossbody. Uh, Kemp comes back with a nice looking suplex, and then Kemp hits the uh, the like Dream Valley Driver, uh, the sort yeah. of cartwheel Death Valley Driver, but with so much speed that Kemp kind of flew out of the ring after hitting it. But I thought it looked awesome. Um, Eddie Thorpe starts to come back with like a bit of a hot streak, hits an Enziguri and Haluva kick in the corner, followed by a German suplex for a two. And then uh, Kemp gets caught with a big boot and German, and then just a leaping elbow drop from Eddie Thorpe to pick up the win. Kind of a lackluster finish, I yeah. thought. Uh, Eddie Thorpe kind of showing some steam. I was impressed by a lot of his moves, and then he just kind of hit a normal elbow drop it's like not even the, the rock people would kick we, out of the rock it's where we've seen certain moves like what you need to do to put someone away now and like a standing jumping elbow drop it's 
just a little it's like there was no you didn't do a worm before yeah. you didn't <laughs> take off your elbow pad yeah. you just did an elbow drop so uh was kind of weird that definitely threw me off but still he both guys are and we know kemp showed the wrestling before i but. really like kemp for me he was the one that stood out yeah. here i think some of his like throws and yeah that like death valley driver he did looked awesome uh eddie thorpe i'm still not sure on there's nothing that's really screamed out as being special about him to me yet but um i think he's very proficient um but yeah i i thought they they did a nice job in the short time they had here yeah um, and then after the match, you see ref, uh, Damon Kemp's complaining to the referee. We go to a Kiana James interview where she says that she was hand-selected to be in the tournament. And she gets it, but she must have the most difficult first-round opponent um, because she's facing the bird lady. And She, <laughs> she didn't says, call her, but yeah. <laughs> and she says her last 12 months here have spoken volumes of her talent uh, and one by one, I've checked off goals. And we did see that in her diary. She had all those goals she had. And one goal she hasn't yet uh, succeeded in is getting the NXT Women's Championship. And can you imagine how much better NXT would be with me as NXT Women's Champion? I can. No, G. G. No, G's in the office. G doesn't go to, doesn't go to work with her. G's been missing for quite a while. No, we saw her a, f- a few weeks ago. No. All right, just check yeah, she's she's doing okay. <laughs> Hashtag where's G? <laughs> um, Mackenzie Mitchell goes to Bron Breaker's dressing room and asks, "Yo, Bron, why the change in attitude?" <laughs> and he goes, "There's no change. I just don't care anymore. That's a change, Bron." <laughs> <laughs> Look, Bron, I, I don't care anymore either. Yeah. But like, I know what you're saying, but yeah. He says, no change, I just don't care anymore. Change, we for, the fo- for the whole year, I, was, uh, I ca- carried the NXT Championship on my shoulder, as well as carrying the NXT flag on my shoulder. And what did it get me? Nothing. The crowd chose Mellow over me, and that's fine. But he's still picking splinters out of his back. And you know what? I didn't ask for this interview, so get out of here. And I'm going to put Trick Williams in the same hospital I put Mellow in. Damn. I, I think Bron has sounded awesome since this heel turn. I think he sounds so confident as a heel, and he does sound badass. He's not being a creepy, you know, cult leader or anything. He's just like, I'm big, I'm mean, I'm getting back what I want, and I'm going to fuck you up. He's I m- think he sounds awesome. He's meaner than evil. He's meaner than evil. <laughs> Still don't know what that means, but I, yeah. I, 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 I agree. I, I like the, the, t- the turn, the twist of him being mean now. The heel turn is making a whole lot of sense and good to see what his range can be, right? Mm. Like to see, we've seen him as a good guy and I'm sure that'll work eventually one day, but let, let's squeeze this out and see how mean he, he can get. And a few weeks till the, the, the next pay-per-view, that battleground, I think he could pull it off. I, I way, I enjoy this way more than him trying to like be like happy rather I, this than I'm him like fishing. fishing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, and I, I think that's. He was someone I could have seen moving up, but I think this is maybe for the best. Have him like try this out in NXT. In I think that's what he was kind of saying in his promo. He's like, "Where did that get me? Like, there was a draft. Yeah, Where, why was I not brought up? So that's kind of why he's motivated. So, yeah. uh, honestly, a swerve would be to have him beat Melo in this like heel thing. And I was joking about Diamond Mine and stuff. Like again, putting them together would not mm-hmm. be a bad idea whatsoever. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm liking Braun as as a bad as a baddie. Makes makes a lot more sense. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, sorry, I was just looking at the YouTube chat. Uh, we go to our next match. It's there were a lot of matches tonight. Nine matches on this show. Wow, it was a lot. Uh, Dijak taking on Ilya Dragunov, which was one I was very much looking yes. forward to. Uh, Dragunov hits his leaping kick to the face immediately. There's this dirty chop exchange, which Dragunov just gets the better of and just lets rip with these like just slaps, repeated chops. chops across the chest, and you see. Dijak like backing up like trying to get out of it whereas so much it it's come on chop me yeah. whereas this is like he couldn't get him away I, I know I know Dijak is way bigger than Dragunov but in a shoot fight Dragunov would slap this I, guy up I think Dragunov <laughs> is so believable against yeah. anyone because of this just relentless viciousness yeah. he has uh, Dragunov hits his knee drop off the second rope across the uh, the throat and then uh, Dijak comes back by just dumping Ilya on the apron there's a forearm exchange and then a big enziguri from Dragunov, followed by this huge rounder house kick. Uh, Dijak comes back with a discus boot, but Ilya kicks out. And then Dijak's had enough. He goes to grab a steel chair. The ref's trying to get it off of him. He throws the ref away and smashes Ilya, which causes the DQ. So Ilya wins via DQ, but then Dijak just lets him have it, beats him up with this steel chair, choke slams him on the apron. And then crushes him under a set of steel steps as uh, as Dragunov's just dying under these things. And then Dijak stands on top of it, walks off and says, Do you feel alive? I can break any man. And as he's walking off, you see in the background, Ilya ah, pushes the <laughs> steps off of him. He's not dead yet. Yeah, this is the, the hero coming back from the, the yeah. grave here. Yeah, Dijak... Versus Dragunov, they gave us a little taste of it with Dijak's chest getting all mm. turned up here. But clearly we're rematching this. We're running it back at Battleground and possibly with a gimmick of like no DQ or something like that. Yeah, there are times where I get mad about a DQ finish. This isn't one of them because, yeah. as you said, this was a, a like a like a teaser Taste trailer test. of what the match could be. I think this match is going to be awesome. And I thought the angle built it up a bit more as well. So... Uh, yeah, I I think this makes perfect sense to be a battleground and should be awesome. Yeah, I don't care about the boss man Dijak character, but I do care about his wrestling. And I know that he delivered last time. He delivered the time before that. He delivers in the ring. I like with this, the story more so is is not, you know, justice, whatever that means. But it's the fact that uh, Dijak like, takes exception to... Ilya being this man who cannot be broken. Right. So Dijak's like, I, I will be the one to break you. And, a true, a true and even cop. here, like he's just like crushed him yeah. and Dragonov's still coming back. So yeah, yeah. I like that it's more that rather than I'm here to serve justice. Just wants to hurt means him. Nothing. Kill him. Crush him. Uh, we see Tyler Bate meditating um, with uh, a bit of a smoke machine going on behind him. Some dry ice. Looks like the BDE a little yeah. bit. And Wesley walks in and says, I haven't seen this much smoke since hanging out with Riddle and that other guy. Uh, I guess Wes wasn't on Twitter this week. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to fill you in, no, but... <laughs> it's, uh, you don't need to fill me in. Yeah, don't search Matt, Twi- Matt Riddle on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he says, you had my back, so I've got yours. And Gulak and Dempsey are determined to suck all the joy out of NXT, but we're going to make sure they don't do that. And Tyler's just not responding. And then he sort of wakes up and goes, oh, sorry, how long were you there? I was on a different plane. When I meditate, I go somewhere else. Um, but shall we do this? 
So they go out. Uh, Tyler Bates going to face Charlie Dempsey with Wesley in his corner. So he is kind of this meditation, I yeah. guess, stoner type character. Mm. This is cementing this. I think he's more ayahuasca kind of guy, though. Okay. Yeah. You know, like sweat lodges and and like rather yeah. than the wacky backy. I feel he's more. Yeah. But there was smoke there. There was. But yeah. But it's not, yeah. It's I'm still not trusting him. I kind of want him to turn. No, I think he's full of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think that's more interesting him being full of shit. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's he's just stringing this guy along, and he needs something. Like, he can't yeah. just be this. No. It would add a lot if he were to nut up and uh, to turn nut up. Yeah, like to, to, to not just be. This guy's been, this guy's been chilling in NXT developmental for years, NXT UK, whatever. It's like, like, let's go. Let's use this guy properly. And I think a banger of a match against Wes at the pay per view, whether or not this guy turns heel before or after that match or during the He's match. He's still got, uh, what, two weeks before the pay per view? Three weeks? Yeah, maybe it's. But Wes could always do the open challenge gimmick, and Tyler's like, yeah, I'll do it. Start off yeah. friendly, and then I think you could do a quick heel turn with him for this. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that is the match we're going to. Uh, we go to Danny Palmer's TikTok, uh, where she's <laughs> hanging out with uh, Brooks and Jensen and Tank and Hank. And uh, she says, like, hey guys, say hello to all my TikTok friends. And. Uh, Tank and Hank are like, yo, Brooks, yo, Jensen, can you give us some advice? Like, how are you so good? How can we keep getting better? And they go, yo, man, it's just about reps and reps and reps. Just keep on doing it. And they go, oh, well, we need reps. So how about we have a match this Tuesday? And I'm like, well, I'm not doing anything Tuesday, so why not? So we have this this friendly tag match set up between uh, the, the, the security guys and the... Leonard Skinner fans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the best description. Set up on Danny Palmer's TikTok. And it, wrestling, NXT 2023 is wild. <laughs> the Leonard Skinner fans versus the security guards set up by this gymnast TikTok. One, like, you know, like, in, in a few years' time, it's going to be the main event of WrestleMania set up via Sol Ruka's TikTok, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. She laid the challenge out on and TikTok. And you'll get the My Way video to it. <laughs> like, Man, whatever happened to Tout? Yeah. Tout it out. Uh, this post-wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible, conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio, if you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister. And putting away more money for retirement. Because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Uh, we go to Charlie Dempsey taking on Tyler Bate. And they start just by trading these uppercuts, both trying to one-up each other. There's this great-looking exploder from Bate, followed by the running shooting star for a two-count. Uh, Dempsey then slips out of the airplane spin and hits this double underhook suplex oh. with this bridge and then, like, leaps up further to pin the arms down whilst in the bridge. This looked 
Awesome. Yeah, very uh, Pegasus kid, if I will. Mm. Like, very nice, very, like, smooth. And uh, Regal Jr. is just looking so fancy. And he's fancy. got the height as well, so it, it just looked awesome. Uh, Vic Joseph was talking about Tyler Bate meditating, and Booker's like, oh, I don't understand. And Booker's just going off, as he always is. Uh, and Vic was doing the, like, woo-saw thing, yeah. like, chill, calm down. It was pretty funny. Says, like, Book, I think you need to meditate sometimes. Book's like, what? Sorry, hold on. Let me just finish ordering my chicken parm. <laughs> From, what was it, Boston Pete? No. TGIS. I don't know. If you haven't seen that video, it's during Indy Hartwell's promo last week, this guy was caught in 4K on his, like, what, Uber Eats, Just Eat, yeah. DoorDash, whatever Skip American dishes is. dishes and it's he's on he's ordering his food and he's like what the show's over she was talking it's fine <laughs> she's like I knew there wasn't anything else <laughs> didn't have to do anything man that that man was I, I, well, good I like my chicken palm warm <laughs> chicken palm from TGI Fridays god like <laughs> sure alright it's probably just round the corner bless him how have we looked how close it is to TGI is it closer Fridays? than Big Daddy's <laughs> yeah you should be going to Big Daddy's man support local so then there's this really nice flipping counter out of the Boston Crab from Dempsey. Again, these transitions look great. Uh, this is where Gacy comes out and uh, we see Wesley, Gacy and Drew Gulak on the outside when Bate just leaps over the top rope to take them all out. Yeah, pretty great. Hits the bop and bang on Dempsey and then goes for his like lariat, you know, where he bounces off the second rope with his shoulders. But there's a cheap shot from Joe Gacy, which the ref doesn't see allowing uh, Dempsey to hit uh, Bate with this huge dragon suplex with the bridge for the win. Yeah, kind of an upset here with mm. Bate taking the L. That kind of throws a monkey wrench in of where we thought the storyline was going, or maybe not, sort of. Maybe Tyler will realize, maybe I do need to train with someone else to get ahead. So uh, I, I thought this was a pretty good little banger of a match, like very technical Tyler Bate doing the best of hits that he does so well. Like a lot of his moves are really impressive to see and watch. And Dempsey's stepping up that dragon suplex and kind of the sell from Tyler. Like he could not, he was wiggling out. He couldn't, he couldn't physically yeah. escape the, the pin of it. And like, I know a lot of people attempt to do the dragon suplex. I don't know anyone who can do it as well as Kenny with that snap one, mm. but this one was up there. Like this was crazy. I could see this as an actual finish. I, I the guy can't get out. I, that's what I really like about Dempsey. He makes everything look really legit. He's yeah. got a real like Zack Sabre Jr. thing about him where, yeah, as you say, you buy it. Like it's such a, like a actual resting hold where, yeah, you're stuck. You can't get out of this. As you just got dropped on your head. And, and yeah, just looks real. He's kind of a throwback, but current as well. Uh, and Bate is someone we definitely need to get more out of. He's been in this system for so long at this point keeps on disappearing i know visas and stuff and covid and all that is a big part of it unfortunately but these but this great. especially this i like this these two together whether they wrestle again together against each other or team up as a yeah. group of stuff with drew as well but so i'd really like to see bait get a big match uh at battleground or something but dempsey's definitely one to watch i see big things for him like i know regal is not allowed to be an on character on-screen character for a while, right? Because that's like the contract. Yeah. But eventually, whatever. Like, yeah, he doesn't. Get, he clearly doesn't care. Uh, eventually, maybe we get Tyler Bate, Charlie Dempsey, Drew Gulak's their manager, and then when they make it to the main roster, Regal kicks Drew out, leaves their he leader. Does the Zelina to Electra, and then and then Butch and Butch gets tired of being Butch and becomes Pete Dunne again, and yeah. we get our own nice. Blackpool Combat Club yeah. on the main roster with cool. all the Brits and Regal Junior and Tyler and. That could be something. The new BWO. 
The new BW? The Brit British World Order. The British World Order? Rather than the Blue World Order. I don't Yeah, the British World Order. <laughs> I don't know if that one is... Uh, we'll get on. They, they tried it once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we go to Carmelo Hayes on Twitter, who's, <laughs> who's watching the video of Bron saying that he's going to send Trick to hospital. And he's like, nah, man, I can't, I can't have that. Trick is fam, but I'm not letting him do this on himself. Trick is what? Fam. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? Great. Mellow's like, I'm, I'm. The barber's like, no, no, cut. wait, I got to fix the fade. He's like, no, my friend's in trouble. Yeah. I got to go. I respect this. I would do that for you. He should have made it more authentic and like had half his hair. Not braided <laughs> or something. Yeah, true. Yeah. So I, he's, he's looking all like good, but his hair's done this point yeah his hair was he was just kind of chilling yeah at that point but yeah pretty pretty a good hero spot yeah. i think an underrated hero spot he was in the barber chair and his his friend got called out and the guy said he's gonna put his buddy in the wheel in the hospital so he's like no i'm gonna show up and help make sure that doesn't happen so i like that we see dragon lee who's asked uh about uh these issues going on with noam dar and he says noam dar sees me as a threat and that's why he wanted jd mcdonough to injure me and Noam only cares about himself and, and he's going to say in that Heritage Cup when he's interrupted on the screen behind him by Noam Dar and the Supernova Sessions. And he says he is the longest reigning Heritage Cup champion and we got off on the wrong foot. So let's be the bigger and better men. And you'll be the envy of the locker room after this, Dragon, because I choose you to be the first guest at the return of the Supernova Sessions, live from the moon, next week. And after this, your career will skyrocket from the ground floor. And Dragon Lee just says, like, yeah, sure, I'll be there. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what you said. <laughs> yeah, Chat show? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the Supernova 11. Yeah. With the guy who puts his hair in different ties every week I see him. His hair mm. looks different. Uh, you know it's different the the like fl- the meme type things yeah. like it's like the you know Joe Hendry on Impact mm-hmm. he does that kind of stuff as well and I can I can get into I, it. I quite enjoyed the ones I saw in yeah. NXT UK when he did this and it's a bit of a different setup to the other kind of chat shows we've had before yeah uh, so uh, yeah I'd be curious to see this on NXT still bummed out no uh, Alicia Fox reunion no yeah. she's done now with WWE right <sighs> never say never in the world yeah. of wrestling so. Yeah. Book her for, for Demand Lucha, you know. Book her for Forbidden Poor. Forbidden Poor, yeah. yeah. Maybe she'll come sing, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. What would she sing? Her theme didn't have lyrics in it. It just said, oh yeah. So like, When she came in, she was like, I'm Rihanna, essentially, wasn't it? When she came in, she was a, uh, Edge's wedding uh, director or whatever. Right. <laughs> Edge, Edge made out with his wedding uh, planner, and then that's how she oh, Classic Edge. <laughs> <laughs> we go to Hank and Tank versus uh, Briggs, Brooks, Jensen, J- Josh. So it's Tank and Hank versus Briggs and Jensen. Briggs and Jensen, yeah. Um, and this like started off real hot. We were expecting a bit of a friendly here. And uh, Briggs just comes in with this huge, big boot, taking off, I think it was Hank's head, as Jensen's on the outside, pretty much doing the same to Tank. And it's a real hoss fight here. And Briggs and Jensen really bringing it to them. Big slaps across the face. Um, Yeah, Briggs was slapping. Yeah. I don't know if this is what caused this spot, but at one point in in this match, Tank Ledger loses his tooth mm. he spits it out p- 
picks it up and puts it in his singlet, yeah. saving it for later. What a spot. You have to see this on Twitter. It is disgusting and so beautiful. <laughs> uh, Tank hits this big splash in the corner. Uh, we learn from commentary that Tank and Hank uh, bonded over meatloaf. They, they both like meatloaf and now they're... The singer or the food? Both. Um, <laughs> we, yeah, we bonded over meatloaf. Yeah, we bonded over both the food and the, <laughs> the singer. Rip. Uh, there's a... The atomic drop, big boot combo for Brooks and Jensen. This is where Tank spits out his tooth. And then they do their heart attack, but kind of lariat style, um, putting uh, putting end to the match. Oh, yeah. look vicious. Yeah, Briggs has stepped it up ever since his buddy, uh, like, he had to beat up Jensen in the last match, right? So ever since then, his lariats have been killing it. This one looks crazy. I think this one, uh, wasn't this... Jensen's lariat, I think. No, Br- J- Jensen was holding him. Jensen okay. was holding him. It was Briggs, the big boy. Oh man. Um, I I think these two have really <laughs> stepped up. I really enjoyed their match, uh, like the mix match the other week, uh, and they continued that. Like they're bringing a real sort of, you know, APA vibe to it now, yeah, where it's yeah. we're going to beat the shit out of you. Yeah, and it's it's entertaining. I thought this was really fun match. I think Jensen becoming a man. Yeah, has really fixed. It has has kind of cemented them as uh, legit, and I, I think now you could put these guys on uh, a main title run, tag title run in that picture. Like for sure. these two having a match against heel creeds, where it's a match like this oh, style, right. just yeah. an absolute hot fight. That's the big match. I yeah. think that would be awesome. And I like you go back to us talking about these guys when they started, and we were so negative about them. And I thought this is. One of my favorite matches of the night, I thought, because it, it just st- really stood out uh, to everything else that was on it. I mean, and respect to Tank, yeah. you know, losing a tooth, getting the little teeth slapped out of your mouth and to, to continue to keep it for later with some toothless aggression going on. But Tank really uh, getting some respect there from he. What was he wearing? He was wearing like almost like heavy machinery. Yeah, like a bright yellow singlet. It reminded me of like, I don't know, like. Who was that? Like someone from WCW used to wear something similar to that, but yeah, yeah. Okay, we, they'll work on that. Ice train? <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't as good as that. Right. Uh, after the match, they all shake hands. They're friends again. But yeah, fun. Yeah, fun what stuff. a fight. We go to Lyra Valkyria, uh, who's got a little sort of video promo here, and she says, "You either evolve or you get left behind." And this skyline of like the US. This skyline doesn't resemble the lands that made me. I am evolving and adapting. I am sharpening my weapons. And I'm not the same person who flew to the Atlantic last year. I am still the last of the Morrigan. I am still the fucking bird lady. (laughs) And Kiana James, you are the first person I'm going to go through to get to this NXT championship. Yeah, she is still mentioning flying and things in her promo, which is funny, but... You know, you got to have some sort of character to, to lean on. But, like, if you you one day don't show up, like, flying in in your entrance or, like, showing up with a bunch of Ta-ta! birds. Yeah, like, you got to do it. You got to. You got to do it. Um, a few people in the chat are correct. Uh, someone, I, I mentioned uh, Tank's uh, gear. I was thinking of Roadblock. That's who he looked like he was dressed as. Okay. It was very similar to Roadblock's gear. Thank you, Ginobili, in the chat. And also, apparently, Vic, in an earlier match, did mention Chicken Parm on commentary that I missed as well. Oh, okay. So, good, good one, Vic Joseph. Thank you for that, guys. Nice. Um, we then go to Hard Hitting Truths. Sorry, Hard Hitting Home Truths 
with Nathan, Nathan Fraser. Yeah, we thought this was going to be a John Oliver Tonight show, but now it's turning into some sort of like QAnon thing, maybe. I don't know. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so he says WWE Draft uh, had 17 superstars from NXT drafted, and that was crazy. But that means spots here in NXT have opened up. And NXT is a real melting pot. We've got like Axiom from Spain. We've got uh, Dragon Lee from Mexico. Oberfemi uh, from... Sorry, where's Oberfemi from? Nigeria. Nigeria, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got people from Ireland, from Scotland. We've got people from Chase U. Oh, wait, Chase U isn't a country. <laughs> and he says, and I am from Jersey. No, not New Jersey. Jersey, a little island off the shores of the UK. And in this era of global localization, which is a term we've heard in sort of, you know, presses and things with Stephanie and Triple H, but I haven't heard it on TV before. Um, there is a Scotsman, Noam Dar, and um, he's talking about the Supernova Sessions, and that show is just there to scratch his ego, whereas this show is here to expose frauds. Roll the clip from last, last week. And he rolls the clip of uh, Noam Dar cheating to win. And then he rolls a clip of Noam Dar kissing the cup. And he's like, ah, you love to see it. <laughs> and even as WWE standards, this is strange. So he's like, WWE have done a lot of fucked up things over the years. But this one was weird. This guy kissing is a kissing kissing his cup. cup. And says, soon you won't have your baby anymore and your entire world will go crashing down. I am Nathan Fraser, and this has been enlightening. Yeah, it sounds like he's now, it's not John Oliver. It's like Fox News picking apart something and like. I, I'm still getting John Oliver, like all his mannerisms yeah. when he's like, like, you know, oh, roll the footage, roll the footage. Right, it's yeah. very like he's, he's modeling it all on John Oliver, I think still. It's right. just not funny like John Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think he's a good wrestler. I just don't know if this is the right way to make him feel serious. Eventually, you'll drop this and like he'll become a bit more serious. I'm just not sure. I don't know. They're clearly trying to get something out of him. Some and charisma, he, yeah. He didn't have anything before this, in my opinion. Like, yeah, he was having good matches, but his character was... He was a he was a geek hanging around with Chase U. And now he's a geek he, on TV. Yeah, but at least he's talking more. He's being his own yeah, thing. I guess. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It could, it could become something. I don't think his delivery is bad. I think he's... It's just like, come on, all these things are so silly. Yeah. We've, we've already had another chat show we're talking about on this show. Yeah, and like to, to do two, it's like just... Show Why are there so many chat yeah. shows in wrestling? Where's Lash Legend? Yeah, where is Lash Legend? <laughs> we go back to the women's tournament, and it's Kiana James taking on Lyra Valkyria. And it starts off with some nice exchanges of pin attempts between the two, some nice counters. Uh, Kiana catapults Lyra throat first into the ropes, uh, Lycaria, sorry, Valkyria comes back with a series of kicks and Kiana's been working on the ribs of Valkyria and as she comes off the top rope um, there's Kiana gets the like knees up to the ribs um, there's a big Enziguri and Northern Light suplex from Lyra for a two count and um, then this huge gut wrench powerbomb for Kiana which uh, almost thought this could be the finish here yeah it looked good but only a two count and then uh, Valkyria hits the big spinning back kick to Valkyria uh, to uh, Kiana to put her away, and Valkyria advances. Yeah, uh, both both women are really 
like skilled in ring. I think they're some of the best in NXT right now when it comes to like bell to bell. I know we make fun of the bird lady, Ca-ca! but like the wrestling is pretty like she does impress She's me. She's one of the better ones, yeah. yeah, for sure. I'd say the finish again, kind of similar to something earlier. The finish is a little lackluster because she's hitting like some cool kicks as moves, a bunch of suplexes as move, and then just another kick that's like. And it's finish. not like I mean, like Malachi Black's spinning back hit, yeah, is so fast that you buy it as the finish. And I I do think there's a lot of these new talent who are struggling to find a finish move. Like, yeah. has it, is it everything's been done already? Would it be out of place for the bird lady to do the crane kick? Yeah. <laughs> that would make sense. We've seen her do, like, her splash, but even that didn't look no. particularly impressive. But I, I think the same with, like, Axiom as well, with his running kick. The and, running kick. And we had Eddie Thorpe with his elbow drop. It's, yeah, the finishes are just feeling a little... You need to step it up a bit. Yeah. Just look at all the wrestlers who aren't wrestling now and all these moves that are just waiting to be taken yeah don't just steal from other people which wrestlers do all the time but like you know make your own trying to think i I know i'm joking about that crane kick but like other bird things like a flying move would make sense a stomp off the top or something would make sense because you fly or you were saying about um you know doing like the worm for it whatever yeah you can do (laughs) do some some wings yeah (laughs) be creative with it yeah fly Fly, Valkyria, fly. Uh, Kiana losing here, Mm. which could, you know, I don't know where you go with her. Her storyline is she's been kind of on a losing end of things since the breakup. You could, like, kind of go back. I don't know if they're ever going to mention, like, the... Booker kept on saying she's single now, lads. Well, he also keeps calling her the hottie biscotti. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's a fan. And I thought, like, no, she's not single. She's just not with Brooks anymore. (laughs) Yeah, she was was never single. She was never single. (laughs) who's Sebastian yeah yeah we'll never know uh yeah I do think Kiana looks good and holds her own I can see her being uh because I do think she's got the character as well I can see her doing well moving forward yeah um we go to big daddies where we see Gallus drinking out their tankards (laughs) when Tony D and Stax show up and they say hey tonight you showed why you are the champs but last time we came here we got a match at Stan and Deliver um, but that was a triple threat and we want it to be one-on-one because if it wasn't for Joe Coffey, we would be the champions. And Joe Coffey then's like, yeah, you what? I've got a fucking bat here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, this is just, I'm not lying. this is a stereotype of Scottish people in a bar. They have a few too many cold ones and they just, you fucking, you what? You won't fight me? <laughs> no, no. So he pulls out this bat. Is it a shillelagh? I it's don't know like what a this shillelagh. is. Yeah, a but Scottish shillelagh? Scottish shillelagh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Tony D pulls out his gun. And <laughs> he pulls out the shine box. So uh, Joe threatens him. That he's like, you what, mate? And Tony says that, look, you're stateside now, and your your bats might have worked over there, but yeah. we drown people here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he says, we will get our championship match, and that's when these other lads in the bar yeah. stand up behind him. And credit to Gallus, they have bought in Git Business, better than Fallon ever did. Yeah. Um, and Stack says, hey, Tony, we're outnumbered here. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knows when to pick a fight and when not to. He's like, all right, it's like 10 on two here. Like, let's So lose. Tony, to- like kayfabe-wise here, we're talking the storylines of NXT. When, mm. it's, when you dabble in Tony D territory, it gets a little like movie-esque. Mm. So technically, he's threatening Gallus, like, hey, you you just got here. 
I can, I run things here. You don't know, you don't have connections like I do because I've been here. And is Gallus flipping that on them already having people in their like pockets? Yeah. So like, okay. So Gallus isn't so. They're, yeah, they've, they've yeah. like moved into the new yeah. territory and they're taking it over as their place. Yeah. Uh, I think I can see us having uh, Tony and Stax getting a, a third member here. Maybe. Well, I mean, rip two dimes. Rip but two like... dimes, but there could be three dimes or something. Oh, okay, let's or look at I the... I do want to eventually see uh, them pairing off with Luca Cristofoni. He's Ita- is he the only Italian he's, we got it, now? He's like an Italian soul goodman. Like, I can't think of any other Italians be, we got, yeah. We've got to be him getting them out of... That's like him exciting. getting them off for like the murder of Pretty Deadly would be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, true. He could be yeah. like, look, they're on Raw. They're like, fine, they're, they're fine. fine. Yeah, they're not Nothing there. happened. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do see like with Joe being there and then bringing up like he was the one that cost them. Uh, I could see them getting a third member. They need a muscle. Yeah, like anyone from the PC. Yeah, let us know. Who do you think should uh, be Tony's manager? I would like to see two dimes. I just don't think it's happening. No. Yeah. What's his name now? I don't know. He's, he's Cole Carter. He's in. Is he in the firm? He's in the factory. He's in the. What? What was he no. in? No, he's not in. Is he in? He there? was in. He didn't. He he got hired. He dressed as Sting, didn't he? Oh right, yeah. You know. Right, yeah. Hmm. That was the dynamite with. Um, uh, what's his Jeff name? Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, there was that one. It was him and the other guy, the Swerve's mate. Rick Ross. Rick Ross, that's the one. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that was, was a wild cra- dynamite. That was a crazy dynamite. Yeah, was yeah. That, the, that was this year. No, right? there was someone else on that dynamite. Someone else. I can't remember now. Yeah, there wild. was like loads. That was great. Yeah. Um, we go to our main event of the evening. It's Trick Williams taking on Bron Breaker. Uh, Trick in this nice, like, blue and silver trunks here. Yeah, very Koda Bushi esque. Yeah. Trick Bushi. And Bron just in a classic black singlet with meaner than evil yeah. written on it. He's going for that, like, Undertaker. We need a nickname for him. Big, big Red? Booger Red? Booger. <laughs> what did JR call Undertaker? Booger Red. Yeah, yeah, what would be Bron? Big. You can't call him Big Evil. Booger Bron. Big Bron. Breaker. Just Breaker. I don't know. Breaker, Breaker. I don't know. But the dog. Yeah. The dog face. They're all dog. dogs. Yeah. Were the crowd chanting? We had a hard time understanding this crowd. Were they chanting Braun got neutered? I think so. Okay. Which just feels like too clever a chant for yeah. these people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. These people. Um, yeah. We go to the match. There's a big drop kick from Trick. Uh, he gets Braun in the corner. It's basically Trick just jumping Braun off the bat, like trying yeah. to get him. Get him down. Impressive. Um, he's hitting these punches and shoulders in the corner until the ref separates him. Uh, Bron comes back with this uh, Northern Lights suplex onto the announce table uh, on the outside, which looked pretty good. And then we've got all the heckling from the crowd uh, of, like, the Bron Breaker sucks. You still uh, you still suck, Chance. There was a spot where a Trick, like, goes to throw Braun into, like, the barricade. And, like, the timekeeper guy is there. And he's like, I, I swear he called him by name or something. He's like, yo, Ricky, move your ass. <laughs> Throws Braun into it. And the guy's like, oh, and jumps out of the way. It was pretty funny. Uh, Braun picks Trick out of midair with his big spine buster. And then Trick comes back with his running, twisting neck breaker. Very Goldberg-esque. Yeah. On, on Goldberg. Yeah. I know. That must be a, a damning And then hit, which I assume is his finish, but I thought this looked awesome. It was like a like an arm drag to Bron on the map, right into the air, kind of like Devlin does for his Devlin side, 
but then catches him with a huge rock bottom. Yeah. I thought this looked great. Yeah. Trick is tall, so this had like some real height on this rock bottom Urinagi thing. When I was a kid, I thought I invented this move. So clearly, Trick, this was my pool wrestling move. You, it's like pulling someone in for the Rainmaker, but then yeah. you know you rock bottom it. Good move. It was nice. I like it. But Braun kicks out like nothing. Braun kicks out, and then Trick gets caught into the military press power slam. Braun is setting up for the spear, um, and but misses it. And then Trick goes for a cyclone boot, but gets caught with the spear. And then Braun takes the straps down, applies the recliner, and then wrenches it back oh. until Trick Williams taps, giving Braun Breaker the win. Yes, uh, you know, Trick impressed. He he definitely has improved so much over like since the first few times I remember watching him, just not liking him at all, like him fumbling everything to now being one of the best talkers maybe in the company, mm-hmm. just on the fly it seems every time. He's so good, and his wrestling, he's in great shape. He's Jack. He's got some great gear, and he's hitting some impressive moves. Like man, like him and Mello can go. Pretty damn far, I think, in, in WWE after watching even just a, a short match like this. And it does the, so- the story some service because it's obviously Mello's guy. And here he is getting absolutely crushed by Braun. But still, like, held his own. I get the feeling this guy has the right attitude as well. Because we've heard on commentary, even when he was a heel, yeah. Vic would bring up, oh, this guy, everyone says he's, like, most improved in the performance center right. and stuff like that. I think he's clearly putting the work in. Yeah. As you say, his promos are already, like, he'd be one of the best promos on the main roster as I well. I think him and Melo you are know? way better than a lot of people and, on TV already. And I, I think his wrestling has really improved. I could see him being a top, top star here. And Bron, I'm loving in this just meaner. It just, no it bread, makes, no water. Just meat. <laughs> Uh, I think he's got the best spear going. I think his yeah, spear, yeah. how he is now. We've seen so many people with the spear, but he's almost got the Randy Orton gimmick now where it's he'll hit it out of nowhere. Yeah. And I think it makes it exciting. Yeah. And this is what happens after the match. So he puts Trick back in the recliner. So Mello runs out for the save and goes for his springboard clothesline and just gets picked out of midair. My huge, dirty-looking spear. This was great. Looked awesome. This would be in your NXT packages and things to go forward. This looked awesome in midair. Like, this spot has been done a a lot in wrestling, but these guys made this look like a million bucks. I believe that Melo just got absolutely crushed again by Braun in this spot. And Braun picks up the title and says, you still have something that belongs to me. Um, I I think they've heated it at this point this rematch up pretty well between these two. Bron just feels so right in this role. I think he could really be their sort of, their Goldberg. You know, like, I they tried it with Ryback. I think you should have this guy, when they eventually call him up, just run through people. But I think he's a better wrestler as well and will keep getting better. Um, so I, I see really high things with him. Yeah, this has been the best presentation of Braun so far. Yeah, the the flip of the heel character, the mean Braun, makes a lot more sense. This match is a lot more heated already than their first match. The first time, it's like, yeah, we've been waiting for them to fight. Can't wait. But the story was like, I respect you. Well, no, I respect you. Okay, well, we're going to well, let me, let me tell, tell you something, something brother. <laughs> well, yeah, it was like, okay, cool. We're expecting the match. I'll be I'll be the devil's advocate here. It didn't really live up to the hype. No. I don't I think it was left behind after WrestleMania weekend that no one was talking about that match. It had the weird ending as well. It had it? the 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 
Mello still being a heel, yeah. and then they pretended like that exactly. never happened. It was weird. And they you, retconned. You already it. had some fantastic matches on that show. Like yeah. that, that five way was awesome. And I think this one now with the right story is going to be a banger of a match, and I, I can't wait. I know we've been joking that Battleground is on the same night as Double or Nothing, which is going to make a lot of wrestling fans choose. Unfortunately, we have made our choice. We will be watching Double or Nothing, but we will. Be watching Battleground later that night, the next day, and mm-hmm. I, I can honestly say this: I am hyped for this match. Like this one, this one will be a banger. They Absolutely. haven't announced the whole card, but if we think we've got Dijak and Dragonoff on that as well, I, I think this is going to surpass the last one for sure. Yeah, um, and it wouldn't surprise me putting it back on Bron in this role. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think yeah, could flip it. I think there is some interest there. Put him in there again. Turn, turn the creeds. Mm-hmm. And have a whole like unit here, like a whole like mean guys and singlets wrestlers unit or whatever yeah. the dog pound, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, what other matches would you? Because what other matches would you would you see right now? They have not ima- uh, announced anything. Else. I imagine some sort of heritage cup thing. So Noam Dar and Dragon Lee. Okay, probably. Yeah, obviously. Uh, that, yeah, Tyler Bate, Wesley, maybe. Yeah. Um, oh, well, wait. Gacy might be involved in that now, right? right? So he got involved there. There's still two weeks left. Could do but... another multi-man, which is a bit like they do that a lot on these yeah. interviews. But could do I would that imagine much. we're getting Gigi versus JC as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next week, we've got uh, Wesley and Tyler Bate taking on Drew Gulak and Charlie Dempsey and the Creeds taking on the Dyad. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying NXT at the moment. I think that they do progress the the storylines pretty well. I I'm seeing improvements across the board, especially that kind of first class of talent we saw when we moved up to 2.0. Yeah. And now we've seen them really come into their own. Their tip, your Tiffany Strands, your Bron Breakers, Trick Williams, etc. Um, and yeah, I am looking forward to Battleground. I think um, there was some good wrestling this week. The the tag match with Hank and Tank and Briggs and Jensen, I thought really they stepped up with that. Um, and yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty pretty decent show this week. Yeah, me too. Uh, it had lots of like quick matches. How many matches do you say? Like nine. nine matches, which I don't like that like superstars main event approach like back in the day. It's like all these quick, quick things when I'd rather guys or gals get like a longer I'd time. the opener and the closer having a little longer. Yeah. And then, um, but we didn't really do a whole lot of like talking segments or anything this week it was mainly filled up with matches a lot of matches but you know what i I still it kind of breezed by there was still a lot going on and stuff that like develops stories and kind of gives me a little taste of some of the developmental wrestlers like i'm sure a lot of uh people out there maybe don't watch nxt every week but when you do you are seeking out like hey who do you who do i like that could potentially be a big star or be be you know having this huge long career in sports entertainment as they call it and it's it, it is always interesting because i watch someone like a charlie dempsey every week and i'm just like oh man every week I, I watch this guy i like him a lot more uh the same with like a wesley and uh they definitely it, it's still interesting when they try things i know we were kind of not too high on the nathan fraser stuff but when they try new things it always is interesting to kind of see what works and what doesn't so i i still enjoyed this episode yeah uh, well, we put up feedback on the Poison Rana Facebook group. If you're not following it already, what are you waiting for? Go there, give it a follow. What are you waiting for? Yeah. And we go to Magan, who says, This episode flew by. Dijak Dragonoff was a nice preview for what's potentially a stipulation for Battleground. Noam Dar's filling the void for the Waller effect by bringing back the Supernova Sessions. 
Bate versus Dempsey set the table for another five-way for the North American title. It's going to have a different flavor than Stand and Deliver. Nate Fraser's home truth segment is just the thing he needs to stand out beyond having good matches. I bet Gigi gets her receipt by costing JC the tournament quarterfinals. Lyra versus Cora is an easy pick for the semis. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think we're getting... Uh, ooh. I don't know. You could do... Because I doubt you're doing two heels in the final. So you could do... Either have Roxanne versus Cora in the final or Tiffany versus Lyra. I think Roxanne versus Cora is probably more likely at this mm. point. Yeah, maybe. Although, maybe just put it back on Roxanne. I don't know. She hasn't been called up, right? No. Yeah, I'm not sure. But mm. uh, I guess we'll find out the card for sure probably next week with two weeks left to go from this week. So, yeah. Before we go, I've just got a question for you. Uh, are we going to uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios to see the Indiana Jones that's, Epic Stunt Spectacular? That's so funny because I had this open <laughs> right now. Do you see my like, screen, mate? <laughs> Uh, we want to shout out Kona Reeves, who seems to have uh, been working at the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular over down in Florida. I love that show. I saw that as a kid. Me That's too. A great show. That was my favorite. And you know what? Kona Reeves was my favorite too. And yeah. I, uh, he's, I, he's not your favorite. He's the finest. He's the finest. finest. Uh, I do miss that guy. If I was in Florida, I would be going there just to try to see him and get a photo with yeah. him. No, no, no cap there. We love this guy. We've been trying to get him on. Yeah. He wants money. <laughs> We love him, but we're we're podcasters. Not we're not rich. I'm not yeah. Paying. yeah, you have a better job than us. So yeah. like, yeah, but no, we love Kona Reeves. And uh, I saw a lot of us, a lot of people were tagging us in that saying, look, Kona yeah. has popped up somewhere because he hasn't been wrestling. Any- I haven't seen him wrestle uh, anywhere, anywhere. But yeah, uh, always love to see that. And uh, we, we, we legit love Kona. We love Kona. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually Kona. do. So cool. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening to us ramble on about some NXT we do it every week. We will be back next Tuesday night here on the Post Wrestling feed. Check out postwrestling.com for all updates of everything wrestling, including reports from Andrew Thompson, John Cena, and the whole gang out there. Uh, I've been I've been following everything. There's so much podcasts and articles and stories and just so much wrestling stuff over on Post Wrestling, and I'm super proud to be a part of it right now. So thanks, everyone out there, for supporting us here. And, of course, us meaning Davey and I over at Poison Rana. Go find us in your podcast app. Search Poison Rana. Hit that subscribe on our YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. Damn it. At Poison Rana Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And I myself, Brayden Harrington, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. Pistachio. Oh, hoy. Oh.